and they are about these bear and buffalo attacks that happen here and they're saying it's common for tourists to get attacked by emus in australia <laughs> oh shit i'm glad we can talk about this yeah so um which makes sense because these birds like you wander our way over you know because this is wandering ways what's bigfoot possibility clink clink hippity doo da hippity day how's it going hey. another day in paradise you know i was thinking about the these openings the other day and you know we never at the beginning of these like introduce ourselves in case we do have some like new listeners out there and they're like well who's this guy talking or anything and i was I, curious if we should or shouldn't do that hey i like that and i think our wanderers should uh, email us at wanderingwayspodcast at gmail.com w-a-n-d-e-r-i-n-g-w-a-y-s-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at g-m-a-i-l dot c-o-m um, and you can let us know if you like that. Cause I, I, I agree. I do agree with what you're saying. Like some sort of opening. I was debating it too. Like, should we pre-record this? Like, should we do something pre-recorded? It's like, and now campfire time <laughs> with the wandering ways boys. I don't know. What do you want? No, I was like, after the clink, you know, it could be like, uh, I, I don't know, like some sort of like, I'm, I'm the reverend um reverend marcus type deal or or what a pre-record i don't know maybe maybe what it is is it's in your song at the very beginning that you record maybe we just make it a little bit longer and, you, and we add in the like with reverend mark and zach <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> clink you know what i mean yeah i mean we could there that is a possibility Maybe but I want I want it to look professional and sound professional, and I think we need like a like a female voice, like a high pitched female voice, kind of bringing it in there <laughs> to just kind of give to, to bring it all together. So yeah, but you, are you getting tired of hearing yourself going wander our way over? <laughs> no, no, I think you add it on after to that. I think it oh, would complement oh, oh. that. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe we'll do that. It's new year, new intro, maybe. I don't know. Um, it's yeah. not the new year, first episode of the new year, but it is the first one we're recording in the new year. Um, we had the holiday season upon us. But anyways, with the holidays and this time of year, the weather has been cold, at least it's for me. freezing, man. It was negative 20 degrees Fahrenheit in Wolf Point when I was up there and uh with wind chill and did you freeze a bubble oh no we should have though damn it <laughs> why didn't you text me you knew i was in it i know partly because i just thought of it but <laughs> you should have got you should have been like zach go to the dollar store go have some fun at the one place you could shop at there yeah <laughs> the dollar store yeah no that would have been a good time to try it no, it, you know, but with the winter we're, we're, we're looking like we're having, maybe I just got to wander back up to Wolf Point and do that just for the bubble. It might even, it, I mean, it was negative 15 uh, New Year's Eve night mid, at midnight uh, here in Billings. It was negative 15. So I, I should have just went to the Walmart here and got some bubbles. Yeah, you should have. That would have been nice. Could have seen if uh, they freeze just like those videos. Yeah, oh, it was photoshopped. <laughs> That'd be so disappointing if it was. Right? No, we'll figure it out. We'll bring it to you. Um, I I can check the weather real quick to see if in the next few weeks you got anything like that. But other than that, man, it was it was freezing up in Wolf Point. It was it was terrible. It was it was so cold. We walked maybe a block at one point. And you're flexing so hard because you're oh. so cold. Like, you're just sore after, yeah. after going out. Yeah, see, on Wednesday, you know, today's Sunday. On Wednesday, it's zero degrees. We'll just try it then, Mark. Yeah, maybe. maybe that's, that's the high. That's the, the high, high is zero. Well, then maybe yeah. that would be a good day to give her a shot. See if uh, you can get that bubble to blow get that bubble to blow yeah no we'll try it out here out in the cold out in the frozen tundra and god i hate it when it gets this cold 
You ch- you choose to live there. <laughs> I I mean I I am one, and I talk about this before with the energies, right? Like I love putting myself in the extremes. I love being in 117 degrees in Arizona, 115 degrees in Oregon, a negative 20 in Wolf Point. You know, I love it. I hate it at the time, but like to experience it, to be on those verges of energies, you know, go to go sit and stand in 75 mile, mile an hour wind, you know, just to feel it on the body. I don't know. It's a rush. It's a thrill. I like it. I've experienced it. It's cool. I don't live in it. <laughs> Do you know why? Because I choose not to live in it. I experience it. <laughs> Hardly ever say no to it, but I don't live in it. Yeah. I mean, I think when you live in it too, the nice thing is it's okay to like have a day like today for me where I just sit at, sit at home kind of all day and just kind of chill and not do anything because you're like, it's so cold out that I don't even want to try and start my car because it's not going to be fun to like get in it and go anywhere today. Yeah, I I feel that. It was, I mean, it's cold for here in the morning. It's going to warm up this week for us. It's going to be my favorite weather, like 46 and raining. Oh, you know, that's not mine because that's that's kind of a very depressing weather, Mark. Um, you might want to get that looking. just as depressing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel it. I feel what you're saying. I, I like it. I like the cold. I like living in it. I like it being like, yeah, I'm from that place. I know how to live in it. It's funny watching all these Californians and Texans who moved here and you can tell they just moved here. No. And you're just like, cause, cause of COVID, right? There was a big, there was a big boom of people moving to Montana and we, we in had a lot of Texans specifically, but just people from all over moving in general but it's just like yeah it's only going to get worse from here yeah they come in and they got like all of the coats on (laughs) yeah well it's like in oregon right you see the people with the umbrella and you're like oh they're not from here oh yeah 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 (laughs) the the umbrella in oregon is not a thing (laughs) no no it's uh i but it's it's great right It, it it shows you the people who stand out, the difference, the people that are experiencing the world uh, for their own um, being, because they want to travel and see these places because they're tourists, you know, like us, we're tourists in places. Yeah, you know, I get it. And that's what's awesome is you can go and leave. Um, even if you do give the telltale signs that you are a tourist. You know, they always say you can spot Americans overseas because they're wearing their university sweatshirt. Um, but that makes sense, though, because I feel like a good chunk of Americans overseas are like college like people. But that's why, you know, but it's a, it's a uniquely American thing to wear it on the sh- a sweatshirt or a shirt of some sort. Mm. You know, that's not as as common um, when you go overseas. So it's like you can pick out an American tourist based upon their, if they have their university or a university on their sweatshirt. I see what you're A saying. lot of them are, yes, like the um, college backpackers that are taking their Euro trip, but in general too, like it, it doesn't have to be just because, I mean, we, we see people in Oregon, Oregon State geared and they're like, 60 years old <laughs> no i get exactly what you're saying you're saying more so you're seeing more of uh the brands the 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 logos the, of, the, of the american cities the american culture essentially this the style like we wear that we're proud of it well you i mean you see like you know the nikes and stuff but you don't see adidas with portland trailblazers or yeah you don't see um I don't know many Adidas schools, so <laughs> I think yeah. UCLA might be one. <laughs> well, you're saying <laughs> you Washington, you dub, you know. But that's an American thing, right? That's a yeah. it's an American thing where it's not an international thing, and that makes sense. It's cool, but typically Americans are the dumb tourists. I, you know, I've I've heard people debate this because, <laughs> and I think 
I think we think Americans are the dumb tourists because we are American. Because Vince and Phil hate German tourists. Oh. Um, but then I've heard people try and talk about like just in general, like the worst tourists. And the number one that I get is mainland China. That's the one yeah. that I hear the most. I have heard that one too. I've experienced some uh, just just getting out touching Buffalo. Uh, I've like turning in down the city the and they just drop trow and drop a dookie right there in the street type uh, bad tourist. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I mean, I've been one to pee in an alley once or twice in my day. So I'm not me too. I, but I think that's different. Um, I, I, I think us Americans, we're pretty bad. We're ignorant. We, we do think the world should cater to us. Um, when, when in, in turn, the world should cater to other, you know, like Mandarin Chinese, because that is the world. No, we problems. are. We're up there in the worst. Just, yeah. I think we're neck and neck with mainland China. <laughs> Yeah, those are the top two. Makes sense. We're also like neck and neck with pollution and other and other fun fun things not to be number one and number two in. But you know, we we'll don't no need to go down that road. <laughs> We're doing great, everybody. We're doing great. <laughs> but you know, we have examples of tourists being dumb today. By back by popular demand. It is another segment of dumb tourists. I like this one a lot because we 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 experience this. We've seen it in the parks. You see those people and you go, really? Are they really doing that? Is that is that is that going on right now? Am I am I watching this? Yeah. And and it's it's good to talk about because I think the more we talk about it, the more people engage themselves into how can we fix this or how can we be better right when we're going to these places and it's fun to talk about because you're just like really like what is the train of thought here <laughs> yeah that is that is always true and you know they're the stories a lot of people talk about is like the the oh i can't believe i just heard or saw that type of uh, what was moment. what was your most uh what was what was like one of the ones that stands out to you the most for like just awe-inspiring idiocracy like the tourist but in like a tourist example i guess if you have one that just comes out right away i mean the the joke growing up because i lived in the tourist beach town right the it was common for people to come up and say where's the beach when you're at Mm. the beach and it's like well head that way if you hit sand i think you hit it (laughs) type deal (laughs) it was we get that was probably one of the more common questions is where's the beach (laughs) oh so you just kind of had it had a had a saying or ghost it's just kind of this like really like yeah i mean you know tourists are pretty my dad used to mess with tourists all the time he used to do it um one of two ways actually the first one is razor clamming um if no one knows what razor clams are they're clams about i don't know probably six inches long you know little neck things pop out and you can go in seaside for them depending on tides and so you'll get a lot of people that come and want to do it and my dad would get asked well like how do you clam dig so i'll tell you how you do it first and then I'll tell you what my dad used to tell them and notice that they don't match up at all. <laughs> but you'll walk the beach and you hit the ground and the percussion will make a hole appear. And then you dig right there either with what's called a, sl- a clam gun, which is just a tube you push in the ground, suction, pull it out, or with a shovel. Depending on how good you are, you can get pretty it pretty quick. And if you're not good... It's going to take you a while to get all those clamps because it's not like they're that quick. (laughs) That's how you do it. Now, my dad used to tell people, you take a tennis racket and you cut it in half. So when the water comes up, you're going to see they pop out of their hole and then they run and then dig a new hole. 
So you can see a little trail of like them running across. And what you need to do with the racket is you take it and you shove it into the ground so they hit the racket and then they'll just drop right there instead of dig a new hole. <laughs> and he claims to have seen people out there with half tennis rackets. Now, I don't know if anyone actually believed that story. <laughs> wow, that's funny. That yeah. is funny. Now, here we just get, what time of year do the deer turn into elk? Yeah, that's a fun one. Montana, you know, it's, a, it's typically your Californians, you know? It's more city-esque people. Well, yeah, it's your LA. You know, when, yeah. when people say Californians, it's the the Sacramento Valley, the Valley, and then yeah, or what? How is it? It's it's LA. LA. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it is those. That's a good one. Or like uh, one of my favorite stories is when that gal called the radio. And said, hey, can you move the deer crossing sign? Because I've hit like three deer at that crossing sign. <laughs> it was in North Dakota. <laughs> like, I, 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 like old lady all just worried like, hey, uh, I've like hit three deer here now in the last few years. And I was wondering if you could move the cross, like the deer sign where they walk. And they're just like, uh, do you not know how that like works? Yeah, no, I you thought it was like one of those bridges. Yeah, no, it was like a like a yellow deer sign where like yeah. warning deer cross here. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, we get some good ones. Uh I'm trying to think of it. I had another one that I lost, but there's there's some good ones uh with, with people coming out here. But that's not what we're here for. We're here, we're here for, for the good old stuff. Yeah, we've got first story. Um, first story is from a park ranger and he was approached by ironically we're going to go with the german couple and the german couple asked this park ranger where the bears can be seen where they can see some bears so the park ranger being a good park ranger first explained the dangers of being too close to the bear and you know that bears are deadly animals and then proceeded to tell them hot spots for seeing bears in the park later in the day comes the german couple comes back and excitedly approaches the park ranger showing pictures of them of selfies of them holding a bear cup which is quite um you want to say impressive and you also want to say idiotic at the same time very much so um i'm curious what park this is right i know and I it really doesn't look, actually say the park in this like is, it like is it an international park where where like maybe bears are a little more tame i don't know maybe it's like a yosemite maybe it's like uh you know they're bare it could be smoky mountains exactly and and i to me i'm curious because like i'm just like one how do you get that close to a bear cub and not piss off mama yeah that's that's the impressive part yeah i <laughs> i'm i'm shocked i'm i'm in i i i don't know i i can't think of it because to me it's like i you're in, you're an idiot yeah it's one of those things like <laughs> you know they're so stupid they got away with it <laughs> right no in because like the one thing everybody says if you see mama or if you with cubs or cubs get extra far <laughs> And they're nope. like, now let's break this, uh, was it, 50-foot rule, and we're going to go play uh, patty cake. Yeah, I'm, cur I'm curious, too, if they had, if it was a, you know, like, do you, do you bring through, like, a tranquilizer to tranquilize the mom so you can pick up the bears? Because that's too elaborate, to, but. I'm, well, I'm, I'm going back to all the times I have encountered mama and cubs. And every time I've been at a safe 
distance away or a protected distance away, you know, where I'm in my car or something. Um, you know, last summer with Thea, Jared and all them, the two baby bears were crying like when they weren't around their mom. And mom came barreling out of the trees to go be by her baby's side at this moment. So maybe mama's not there. And that's why I obviously <sighs> mama's not around. No. Um, so I and I I don't know I don't know what what happened in the end you know it's one of those where you wish he had the whole story <laughs> yeah and and uh, the pictures because yeah. I, I want to look at the pictures and be like oh oh those bears oh it's a panda bear <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> oh a koala bear okay <laughs> yeah you know it would be it would be interesting to hear that um, more of it I um, mean. The only time in my life I've really felt danger from a bear is that one in Glacier with you. Oh, and yeah, yeah. I never felt danger. But I was aware of it. And every time I've been around bears, you're aware of that danger and of that uncertainty. I'm trying to think, where was... There was one I want to say. Oh, those two. There was those two grizzlies that we saw that were running. At that one that was running at the other grizzly to scare it off. Um, just when was the, that one. When we first did the bear tooth that night, and it snowed on us off the twelve days twelve parks. We came into. That oh park. yeah, when we came in, yeah, right at the park. And that it ran kind of at that other yeah. one. That one. The one in Glacier did he did get a little excited? Like, well, that one was the one in Glacier was so much closer to us. Yes, you know because I was thinking the same. Like when have I felt most uneasy around a bear? And it was when I was in Alaska and one popped out and was like maybe fifteen yards. And so you're like, oh shit! Like we're in a we're in our bubble is very close type yeah. deal you know glacier was probably the next and that's again because it was a closer encounter the other ones you know when we've been at the distance um you know those like that's whatever i haven't really ever thought twice about a bear at when i'm at the right distance yeah so I yeah I'm just trying to think like what kind of danger were these guys in too, you know what pick up a bear I mean you got to be even real a big danger even a cub like they're they're bigger than a baby like a baby human you know they're if you're holding it it's in your arms those claws are like they're still sharp yeah right <laughs> they're not they're not soft by any means no. No, it, it's one of those where you're just like, people are proving it again. Dumb tourists, questionable tourists. What are you going to do about them? Yep, questionable tourists. Uh, so keep it on the bear theme for uh, right now. I got another one from another mystery park. Um, these are just park rangers sharing stories. Um, I'm going to use his words here so uh, i apologize in advance to anybody who may get offended at this term but caught some douchey bros <laughs> trying to feed uh toothpaste by hand to some bears again people getting close to bears <laughs> not good you know i Where's that book, that Death in Yellowstone book I have? You yeah. know, there's like a whole section dedicated to bear deaths. <laughs> uh, you, this is why. Um, and two, toothpaste? That's probably what they had, right? Yeah, it probably was what they had, but still, like... See if they'll eat it. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, be some nice white chompers for that bear yeah or puke because they're not oh it would full-on puke so the the teeth would just get dirty again 
Yeah, just puke because it's got all that fluoride and stuff in it, you know. It's like that bear instantly would go like (laughs) it's not natural for him. Uh what do you like? I look at this, I I I've never fed a bear. Oh no, I have not when I had an ex that worked at the zoo here in Billings. So we would go see the bears. Nice. Uh, I was able to go in the cages with them a couple times. It's kind of interesting. They painted these pictures that she had. Uh, they would just throw paints on it, and the bear would swipe its paw. Um, they 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 were an interesting creature. Um, they're big. Yeah. Like, they they don't know their own strength. If that makes sense, like they they're going to move a boulder that's five hundred pounds the way you and I are going to move, you know, uh, something on the table or, you know, something yeah. small on the table. Cause to them, that's, that's what that kind of strength is. So even if they're just playfully batting at you, not even trying to hurt you, you're going to get hurt because the pressure, the force and the claws are, again, are razor sharp. You're going to be cut. You're going to bleed. We're not designed to play with bears. No, we're not. Yeah, they do have incredible strength. I remember um, when we went to the Experience Yellowstone there in West Yellowstone, my uh, my niece, they did this thing with like kids where you would go in to the bear exhibit, place the bear in like these like huts, basically rocks and sticks. They would hide it in there. And then they would go out and then they'd let the bear in later to like try and find the food. And the way they would move the boulders, it was just like nothing. It was like if I was trying to look for, uh, you know, my Tupperware lid in the Tupperware drawer. That's what it looked like, you know. And it was these were like giant boulders and logs and whatnot. No, that's great. That's a, and that's a perfect example. Uh, uh, if for for those of you to kind of understand what Mark is talking about, uh, if you look at the documentary that they did, uh, Yellowstone Live, Nat Geo did that. Uh, they actually work with the Wolf and Bear Center there in West Yellowstone, and they show kind of a demonstration on that on that show, so you can find it on Nat Geo. Um, but yeah, they move it with ease, like just like yeah. straight up, like Whoop. and and even just watching the black bear, you know, this summer that me, Matt, and Jared encountered, and and just watching him move through the forest, you know, he hops up on this log, he's over here, he's over there, like. I got that footage. I'm going to drop it here soon, guys. Check out Zach of Wandering Ways if you want to see that footage. Um, but of the drone, we did get a drone in the air on this black bear. Um, beautiful shot. Um, but just the way he moves through the forest, like ease with, like it's nothing. Yeah, it it's incredible. Bears are, again, there's a reason why it's what, I think 50 feet for a bear. This is what you're supposed to? I would say 100 just to be safe. I mean, that's the smart thing to do, but I think it is. I think it's it's 25 and 50, right? No, it's 25 yards and 50 yards, I think. It's yards, not feet. Oh, yards. Um, for all the – there's a reason why they have those distances, though. You know, not even for, um, like, j- not just buffalo and elk will mess you up <laughs> deer I, I mean you piss a deer off the right way it'll mess you up yeah that's true the moose don't never anger a moose yeah um no that don't ever i think we've shown on cool shit in nature some moose um ramming each other yeah they get they get crazy even they the do. little rams and, and goats, man. When I was I was up on the when we're up in Glacier and you're near those goats, man, you you do got to be careful about how close you get to them because they do kind of get you can feel their aggressive energy. You know what that means? Time for another commercial break, where we get to tell you to like, subscribe, and review our podcast. Whether you're getting that podcast on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube whatsapp whatever podcast app you use you can make it happen 
And don't forget, this is also the time to let uh, let you guys know that you can pick up that Wandering Ways swag at the Teespring. Make sure to check it out. The link is in the bio down below or in the episode description. It's even in the show description, too, if you can't find it in the episode. But you can go on there. You can get your sweatshirts. You can get your uh, shirts. You can get long sleeves, short sleeves. You can even get some socks. Uh, it looks pretty cool. Uh, highly recommend. You will... Be impressing everybody at your next bonfire with some Wandering Ways swag. You know, and if that's not enough, we're going to tell you to follow us individually on our social medias. You could check me out at the Ruguru or Zach of Wandering Ways. You know, check out the adventure firsthand where there might not be any ads. Exactly. And who doesn't like some good free pub? I need the follow followers to go up. So I'm going to throw out... Reverend Marcus, check me out on the Twitter, on the Instagram. Um, I do some cool stuff, so please give me the follow, all right? We also do not cool stuff. Yeah, but anyways, uh, let's keep wandering on. You, you, you can, for sure. <laughs> Speaking of some cool shit in nature, we got one today. Ooh. Um, I tried to fit have this one fit the theme. So um, it should be it should be a good one. I, I feel I mean it's, it caught me by surprise when I watched it. So hopefully, oh, good one. Yeah. So for the people just listening, that we're watching a lion right now, and what looks in some sort of enclosure. Now, if it's just a regular border kind of wall thing, or um like a perimeter thing i don't know but this line and then there's a tourist and the line runs at the tourist oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and it looks like the oh, tourist did not get away <laughs> and he is the lion is uh pulled him away and is now behind a bush did he so run? As I'm watching this more of this video, I think we may have just witnessed a death. <laughs> it's behind a bush, so you can't really see anything. I'm I'm curious to I'm curious to what the the the, the video is saying, but they're probably telling him to play dead, right? Probably like play dead. Who knows, right? But he just goes out. He looks at. I think some dookie, to be honest. Yeah, they probably, it's, it, it looks like a zoo, and it looks like they're trying to lure the lion away to get to, like, his poop, maybe to see if he's, if he's get taken a medicine or something they need, but this lion, man, it drags this guy hard, and. Yeah, I mean, he gets, he kind of gets dominated here, I'm not gonna he's lie. He's alive, like, he's kicking there, and then, and then it's kind of Then he hard. gets taken behind the bush. You don't know what's going on behind the bush. No. I don't want to know what's going behind um, behind the bush. Um, oh, it looks like they're throwing stuff at the lion. Yeah, it also looks like you can see the guy there. Yeah, it looks like the guy might be safe. Yeah, well, good, good. He didn't die. Hopefully, maybe he had. He probably had to get surgery or something of the sort. But yeah, that's probably. some cool stuff. I, yeah that one uh that one was a little darker than our usual i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah well you like to go dark every once in a while and that's fine yeah that i mean that's true but um that one i wasn't ex i i should have watched the whole clip i kind of just watched up until when the, the line just dragged him and then i was like oh this will be great i didn't realize it was going to take him behind the bush <laughs> yeah that's that's for our wandering ways after dark viewers <laughs> yeah exactly oh gosh um did you have you sir i believe had another another questionable tourist story or i or do have one more good questionable tourist story um not really like a true story but um from what i've been looking at these park rangers stories about and some of them are your classics like people just aren't being smart um like trying to climb mount whitney with only cliff bars um stuff kind of like that there's a few interesting ones guy hooked a bat with his uh fly rod but the thing i want to mention is 
I've noticed a lot of Australians have chimed in to talk and they are about these bear and buffalo attacks that happen here. And they're saying it's common for tourists to get attacked by emus in Australia. Oh shit. I'm glad we can talk about this. <laughs> yeah. So, um, which makes sense because these birds like they, and as the words, again, I'm going to use their words, not mine. It will fuck your ass up two ways, is what this guy says. <laughs> so what that entails, I'm not 100% sure, but... Oh, I... in So in Albuquerque, as a kid at the zoo, we would go to the zoo. And for a zoo, the Albuquerque Zoo is phenomenal. Um, they have very they've done a very good job with it um but their emu cage you, you as a little kid you like to stick your fingers in oh to the emu did you get oh, bit hurts <laughs> like you're breaking a finger almost yeah oh <laughs> uh, and then my friend uh out here in high school had one as a pet his dad had one on their little like farm thing as a pet they're not fun birds. They're just mean. They're dicks. Yeah, they will. Uh, oh. I mean, you know, you hear ostriches will really mess you up. So, well, they're basically the same bird. Yeah, they are. It's just different size and location. Um, but both very much um, will mess you up. They don't fly, which is interesting. Yeah. But. This one, and so this, uh, I got another story just because I think this is funny. And it's talking about people being dumb with animals. Uh, but this time we're going to go in the primate section. Ooh, <laughs> this okay. guy says, um, his personal rule is don't fuck with any primate whatsoever. Chimps, tear your face off. Gorillas, snap you in two. Baboons, probably rip your arm off. Little tiny cute sagui probably has rabies and will bite you. He's even got human nasty, nasty ass bite that leaves a nasty inf infection, also known to use guns. <laughs> also known to use guns. I mean, yeah, that's the kind of primate we are. Yeah. But they said there's, what, some chimpanzees that are, have entered the Stone Age? Oh, well, that's what they've theorized because they're starting to like primates in general are starting to use like tools. Like there's an orangutan that um, learned how to fish from watching the like locals fish. And so he oh. made his own rod and like fished. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they, they think they have like entered their version of the Stone Age. That'll be interesting to see. I mean, we, we won't, won't see it, but <laughs> no, it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds uh, going going forward. But I got I got some too. I had some pulled up for you. I had I had some questionable tourists because this one, you know, you talk about Florida man, Florida woman, you know, all the the crazy stuff. And and, and side story: while I'm sitting up in the freezing cold Wolf Point, you know, we get the North Dakota news because that's how remote this place is, and. Uh, they're talking uh, about this Florida boy who's, who's in, who's in North Dakota for the winter. He doesn't get snow, but he gets, he gets, he gets some snow and some cold temperatures this year. And he was super excited for that. <laughs> and I was like, well, Florida boy now, Florida man later. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But am I? Um, all right. So number this one right here, Florida woman burns down world's oldest cypress tree while smoking meth inside of it okay maybe this maybe should have been number one just for the use of meth alone they ranked it number two on their on their thing and that's why it says number one there <coughs> but since meth is one of the most commonly enjoyed outdoor recreation activities in florida she gets the benefit <laughs> of the doubt even if she was just smoking a cigarette for the purpose of the story she still would have made it the list. But the fact that it's meth makes it even this tale more poetic. In January of 2012, Sarah Barnes reportedly climbed into the hollow trunk of a 3,500-year-old cypress tree after the park had closed for the night. Once inside of the ancient tree, Barnes, a Barnes and a friend began to smoke a little meth, as people tend to do when the sun goes down in Florida. The meth pipe wasn't enough 
to keep the two women warm, though they, they started a fire within the confines of the hollow tree. A breeze then coasted down the trunk of the 120-foot hollow tree and fanned the flames, turning the fifth oldest tree in the world and the oldest cypress tree into the world's biggest chimney. Firefighters arrived at the scene but could only watch as the historic tree was reduced to a 20-foot stump thanks to the meth-fueled shenanigans of the two idiots. Barnes was sentenced to 30 months in prison for the incident. Since then, she has subsequent has subsequently been arrested for smoking meth while driving and been charged with trafficking methamphetamines. Um, do not mess with trees. In or Oregon. meth or drugs. Well, I would like to think that meth was a no-brainer. Don't mess with it. But if we have to mention it, don't do meth. <laughs> then we can do that. But don't mess with trees either. That is a hefty fine at like best <laughs> well right like like especially like when you look at like the sequoias right the, just the immense dollars and effort that went into saving them during the wildfires right yeah like think about that you can't fuck with the tree man um no well it's also like to keep on the tree theme um one thing going back to the florida story before i jump to the tree thing that that's the most florida thing in the world um, I think that's like the state motto or something. <laughs> but going, keeping on the tree theme, um, there was a park ranger that was saying, mentioned a story about some Boy Scouts who wanted to create a raft. So they were sawing down trees to make the raft. They, per tree was a thousand dollar fine. Ooh, how many they cut down? The story doesn't say, but I mean, one is good enough. <laughs> yeah, right. They, I'm willing to bet it was probably at least three. Damn. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That is like, who? And they're supposed to be the ones planting the trees. They are. Yeah, there are a lot of stories about Boy Scouts doing some messed up things in the park. What did that tell you? So... Were they the ones that knocked that? No, they weren't the ones that knocked yes, the rock. They were, it was, they it were was the like rock? The rock sculpture in like Utah. Like it was like thousands. Of, they thought they were helping it and it like broke it. Oh. <laughs> Something like oh. that. Okay. Boy Scouts need to learn some better park etiquette. No, but you're right. Like, I mean, we just need to be smart about this. It's like that boy in the Columbia River Gorge, right? Like he like lit a firework off him basically. It was like. Yeah here we go it's gonna all go and it's like yeah um, yeah that it's a bummer that that does happen like that but it's just, actually it's, it's shitty parents and you know who you are oh, 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 oh. i don't have kids yeah me either so it's not me right no it, it but like it's interesting it really is um here's another one that i thought was interesting and something that i, I it, it it brings up a debate because working at Pompeii's Pillar, we, we dealt with something similar to this. Um, so there's a graffiti artist. She spray painted her Instagram handle all over park property. Cassie Knockett was reportedly banned from all national parks for two years, beginning in 2014, after she defaced natural landscapes in seven different national parks by graffitiing large swaths of rock formations with her art. She was particular easy to track down and arrest considering each of the graffiti pieces she had created included her instagram handle she also posted pictures of the evidence to her instagram account crater lake was just one of the parks that was defaced by the new york city artist known as creepy tings uh t-i-n-g-s she also drew vandalized death nally national park as well as yosemite and four other parks during a two-week-long hiking vacation and graffiti rampage she intentionally used acrylic paint because she knew it would be difficult to remove. Damn, uh, so she's like a special kind of evil. Yeah, and what's shitty, what people don't realize is like, so like when we had it at Lewis and Clark, we had some people, they wrote, it was in 2012, they wrote like their names and then like a heart. Uh, kind of actually by Clark's name, you can see it up there. And he, uh, what's, what's shitty is like they had to bring in an expert who knows how to like to deal with like sandstone rock yeah and how to like erode it in a way that it just kind of rubs down that and even do like a thing it's like 
I can only do so much or I'll destroy the rock. Like you, yeah, you dug yeah. too deep into it. Um, that was the old Instagram carving rocks. That was a way to leave a mark. Now we have the internet. Leave your mark by taking a photo. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stories like that. Whether they leave their Instagram handle or they take the picture of like a selfie with them and their their graffiti. Um, was it there was a celebrity that got in trouble for it? It was like Vanessa Hudgens, I think. Um, oh, I she did right. it. Um as they should. I mean, it's a lot of these places, it's it's we don't what we don't realize is like we do it, next person's gonna want to do it, the person after that's gonna want to do it, the person after that's gonna want to do it. And then it's like then you know, then you just have like the gum wall in Seattle, and it's just like gross. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of cool, but like you, you get what I'm saying. It's it's it becomes too much and it's and gross. It becomes trash, it becomes graffiti, you know. Yeah. Um, it has to be protected and you, you have to treat it that way. You have to give it that respect. And I'm glad when they hand out the big fines that they do. I, I am too. One, the park needs it. Yeah. So I'm I'm all for it. Um, well, when we got that stuff at Pompey's Pillar, right? Like, yeah. You know, I was one of those rangers that was like, I was, I, I wanted to find a way to put my name on that rock, but I never had the opportunity or chance. No. But I also knew like I didn't I didn't make it a priority right I, did, I, I was kidding when it's by saying that like I'm not going to also go do that because uh, you're going to write your name you're going to give yourself away right no that that's very very true um you're going to give you're creating a paper trail as they say don't do it for one um but two you know that's why you made the dumb idiots the dumb well, tourist list well exactly it's like the office right here in billings we have it the the building we have is was built by the masons the masonic temple right it was the old masonic temple so like the cornerstone of the building has their cornerstone that they would do back then you know has their logo on it but we had some people come by and vandalize it and then they drew the swastika and stuff like that you know and you're just like are you kidding me like you just want to like vandalize stuff like that doesn't fix problems that just creates more problems um yeah. we can't i just i don't know man like we just need to be better people we need to we, we all need to like just be like okay there's a billion of us on, like seven billion of us on this planet we really don't matter the only thing that matters is how we treat one another you know what i mean e-l-e everybody love everybody exactly there's really no no better philosophy except for maybe akuna matata yeah. um but that being said it is getting to that time um for the final words so um, yeah final words my guy I'm, I'm I'm going to actually get into just some quick things on that same article. You know, you're just funny. That is the article that they, they says the two two million year old rock formations by Boy Scout leaders. The oh. hell. Um, and Vanessa Hutchinson makes Instagram post about illegally defacing rock in Red Rocks National Park. They, those two were also in there. So, no. kind of kind of interesting how how you stumble across these things. You talk about them. So I just wanted to bring that up there. Um, but no, getting into the final words, you know we talk about dumb tourists we've seen the dumb tourists you you know you you pull over to the side of the road in yellowstone because it's the first time in your life you've been that close to a grizzly bear i know it's exciting it's a thrill it's amazing i i get i get jittery and excited too but you got to act like you've been there before you got to use the pullouts you got to follow the rules because if we do then those those things become that much more special the accidents don't occur, occur the stupidity doesn't happen um you know you just need to stop and think we don't we don't do that enough um and and going out to these places helps with that i think you know to just stop take a deep breath of fresh air and look around and enjoy it you know you got all day in these parks where we're, we come from our fast lives and everything's always going, you know, oh, got this at eight, got this at nine, got to do this at 10, you know, boom, 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 schedule oriented. But when you're in these parks, just <sighs> right there and just take it in for what it is and don't be a dumb tourist. All right, Reverend. 
I like it. I like it. Reverend's final words of wisdom. Stay beautiful, everybody. Cannot tell you how much I appreciate every single one of you for listening and all that. Um, I got before I get into the true final words, I want one, I want to do something this week. All right. So if you've listened all the way at this point, I want you to send to the Instagram the term Vanessa Hudgens. First person to say Vanessa Hudgens on the to the Instagram Wandering Ways podcast. I'll send you a whole stack of Wandering Ways stickers. Holy shit. To you. You just have to say Vanessa Hudgens, and then I'll let you know if you're the first person and I'll get your email or your mailing address. I'll send you this and maybe even a nice note from the Reverend himself. But send in Vanessa Hudgens to the Instagram and you can get yourself a fat stack. Okay, do the same to the Ruguru. I got some stickers. I'll, I, I were going to send them off to someone. They said they didn't get their stickers. I was about to send it off. They got their stickers. So I have an envelope right here. Hit the Ruguru up. Vanessa Hudgens, I'll send you out. Um, you have good odds here, guys. Exactly. Um, anyways, you know, sticking to the whole ELE type deal. Everybody love everybody. Immerse yourself in life in the now. Um, and it can seem pretty crappy, but hey, it's new year. Anything can happen. You gotta keep 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 trying to stay positive. Um, you can take the pessimistic route and say, hey, the last two years were so bad, the bar's low. So um, you know, just keep up the faith. Everybody love everybody. And I mean that being said, peace out, everybody. Bye.